Does your business look trustworthy? If someone comes to visit your website, are they going to be confident that you're a legitimate business when they have to hand over their credit card information to you? Or perhaps you don't sell products online, but you sell services that require a coaching call or some type of um, consultation or conversation via phone. Even after talking to you and they check you out, do you look legitimate to your prospects or even to people that have actually purchased from you? How legitimate does your business look? This is critical in the era of digital marketing and online commerce. On today's episode of Marketing Minutes with Ms. Kemier, we are going to talk about some easy ways to make your business look legitimate to your customers. So stay tuned. You know, when you're starting out, the humble nature of your business can sometimes raise eyebrows. You might be selling an interesting product online, but how do people know they can trust you with their credit card information? You might be the mascot of your firm, but without good marketing around it, how are they to know? What registrations and security processes do you have? What are your plans for the future? And how might you settle those fears to prove that you are who you say you are? Hello there and welcome back. It's Miss Kemia and on today's episode, we want to talk about how to make your business look legitimate to your customers and your prospects online. You know, there are many methods of demonstrating legitimacy to your prospects and your customers depending on the format of your business. For example, some online stores might begin on eBay, build a collection of positive customers customer testimonials, and then they might branch out to their own online storefront. You know, some might decide to execute an aggressive marketing campaign, getting their name out there through all kinds of social media targeting and advertisements. Establishing your business as legit and trustworthy of the sale is not an option. That is, if you want to grow beyond a couple customers and your family and your friends, of course. Now, this can be a tough hill to climb, but the more you do so, the more customers are likely to return. It only takes setting up a few choice considerations to help get the ball rolling. So let's discuss what those might be. First, ensure website security and formatting. If your website looks suspicious, You can be sure that the average time of visit to your page will reduce tenfold. And this, of course, is not good at all because a minimum amount of time is required to read your about section, look at your products and services, and even order something. On top of that, you need to ensure that your website seems reliable and accepting the credit card information of those users. Ensuring website security is important so that website visitors feel safe while browsing your site. Now, applying for an encrypted traffic security certificate can allow most modern browsers, you know, such as Internet Explorer and Google Chrome to recognize your website as safe. After all, you do not want somebody to visit your website and they get that um, unsafe proceed with caution message, (laughs) message before they get to check you out. You know, that's a quick way to get people to leave your site and never come back. It says unsafe. And furthermore, integrating secure payment processors such as PayPal can enable customers to use secured accounts they already own. And this gives them the feeling of extra security right out of the gate. 
Next, you want to ensure your contact information is up to date. So let's say you move your office and your contact information has changed. A customer finds your out-of-date contact number on your website and they call to inquire about a product or service and it's met with a deadline. This immediately looks suspicious. Immediately, you look raggedy as hell and suspicious if somebody uses the phone number they found on your website to call you and the number does not work. Or perhaps a prospective customer may use your website contact form to inquire. If the form does not work, this will leave a bad impression. I promise you, it will leave a bad impression. Again, raggedy as hell. If they do not get a timely response from filling in a contact form even, they might think you're not interested in doing business or you're not even open. Again, raggedy. This leaves a terrible impression for your brand and your business. Ensuring that your best means of contact are continually updated, including your branded items, your online citations, your local business listings, your emails, your texts, and your forms can ensure that everyone is able to reach you. Even if you have a virtual mail address for postal mail, that might be best used for small businesses who do not have a physical brick and mortar location. It is totally fine to get a mail address just for your postal mail. If you don't have a storefront, that's totally fine and I highly recommend you do so. Next, host a meet the team page. You know, a meet the team page can help you show the faces behind your business. It gives you the opportunity to share just who the employees or subcontractors might be. And this is for any size business. Asking employees for a consented to picture can show your audience that yes, your team is run by a team of people and they are here to help you with your audience or your purchase. Now, this can work particularly well for small businesses that want to make their branding seem more familiar in the long run. And it's not hard to see why that's the case. Okay. Now, if you're a solopreneur and you're like, well, Kimmy, I don't even have a team, meaning you're running a whole show by yourself. Do not create a false team using stock photos. I repeat, do not create a fake team using stock photos. First of all, you're going to get found out when somebody recognizes your team member on a stock photo site. And I'm just the type of person that would recognize it. Raggedy. Second, there is literally no reason to inflate your business to something that it is not. Many people actually prefer to hire a, to hire a solopreneur or a freelancer over an agency or a larger company for a variety of reasons. Think about this, though. Solopreneurs and freelancers can still use this tip. Okay, instead of a meet the team page, you can use your about page to show potential clients who you are or you can create a distinctive meet the such and such page. You know, for example, I could create a meet your new strategist page that shows all the elements a meet the team page might include my headshot, my bio, fun facts about me, where I'm located, um, etc. The point is to show people that there is a real person, a real human behind a website. So whether you have a full set of employees and you can do a meet the team page or you're a solopreneur or freelancer, you can still use this tip to show the human element behind the brand. And another thing you can do, you know, I work on teams, for example. So suppose I'm a solopreneur, but I work on other people's teams. And so if you run a company 
and you are the CEO, so you don't have employees, but you use regular independent contractors, it's okay to show one or two of your independent contractors, of course, getting their permission to do so. But it's okay to show them because they are going to be interfacing with the clients and the customers. So you do have a team. You don't have to think of a team as just employees or people that you see face to face. Subcontractors also count, you know, your regular subcontractors, they also count as your team as well. Here's the bottom line. The old adage, people do business with people they know, like, and trust, remains popular because it is true. With these simple tips, you are sure to make your business appear legitimate to your prospects and your customers. That's all for today's Marketing Minutes with Ms. Kemya. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have, I would love it if you would leave me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. If you are actually on my blog, leave a comment and let me know what you thought of today's episode. If you haven't visited the blog, I encourage you to visit me at marketingsparkler.com for more tips, tricks, and insights on how you can use digital marketing to grow your business. Until next time, have a great day.